What is up everyone? It's Quinn here. And in this video, I'm going to be going through my week five quarterback start sits. So listing every single fantasy relevant quarterback as either a start fringe option or a sit going through every single matchup. So all 14 games, the starts are going to be like your mid to high end QB ones. The quarterbacks you feel very confident throwing into your lineup, the fringe options. These are going to be like your back end QB ones your mid to higher end QB2s. The bar will be a little bit lower this week because we do have bye week starting here in week five. So we've got the Chargers, Seahawks, Browns, and Buccaneers on bye. Decent number of fantasy relevant quarterbacks in there. You've got Justin Herbert, Geno, uh, Deshaun Watson when he's healthy, even Baker kind of making a push with his uh, impressive week four. So you could be in a spot where you need a quarterback off waivers. Hopefully some of the fringe options here are sitting on waivers. Maybe you got to dig a little bit deeper, but probably just depends on your league. Um, if you guys enjoy the video, hit that like button. Any questions, drop them down below. I'll have all my other start sits out today also, so you can check those out if you are interested. But let's just jump right into the uh, Thursday night game. And hopefully you guys kind of took my advice a little bit here on dealing with Justin Fields. A lot of people were panicking. They were panic dropping him, panic selling him low after a rough three-week stretch to start off the season. He goes out, absolutely lights out the Broncos as a passer, didn't even do a ton on the ground, and still delivered a really strong fantasy performance. So not saying that Fields is going to be some like 300-yard, three-touchdown passer every single week, but it was good to see. I know the Broncos' defense isn't great, but that's just another reason of why you know people shouldn't have been panic-dropping him after the rough start to the season. He has that upside at the quarterback position, and he hasn't even really unlocked his rushing ceiling yet. That was really what was carrying him last year. Hasn't really broken one of those huge plays. It seemed like every week towards the end of the season last year, he was ripping like a 60-yard um, touchdown run. Those should be coming. Going up against the commanders here, not a great matchup, not like an overly tough matchup. I like him as a start, a mid-tier QB1. I'm completely you know, still on board the uh, Justin Fields fantasy bandwagon here. On the other side for the commanders, great matchup here for Sam Howell. I think in a normal week, you probably wouldn't love Howell as your starting fantasy quarterback, but with a lot of fantasy relevant quarterbacks on by, the great matchup. And outside of the Bills game, Sam Howell has been really strong for fantasy football, so he will uh, fill in as a fringe option here for me. Now, shifting over to the Sunday games, we have the Jaguars taking on the Bills, and I have Trevor Lawrence as a fringe option. He's played pretty well, according to PFF, through four weeks. It hasn't necessarily translated to great fantasy production. You also have a tough matchup here against the Bills, who, I'm not saying they shut down the Dolphins, but they definitely kind of slowed their role a little bit. So I think Trevor Lawrence is like a back-end QB1 this week, so he falls into that fringe category. Uh, for the Bills, you continue to fire up Josh Allen as a locked-in high-end QB1. He had the rough week one, and since then, I mean, he's just been a monster. Then we're going to have the Texans taking on the Falcons, and C.J. Stroud continues to impress. Not a great matchup here against the Falcons, but I feel like C.J. Stroud has entered that like fringe QB1 territory. With the buys, he definitely could be considered as like a back-end QB1. Him and Nico Collins balling out. Um, Tank Dell has had like the two big games in Week 2 and Week 3. So C.J. Stroud has been impressive, and he definitely is fantasy relevant at this point. On the other side with the Falcons, I mean clearly sitting Desmond Ritter, and hopefully for the sake of the rest of these weapons, a Taylor Heineke move is made soon. Hopefully it happens, like I said, not sure if it will, but that's what I would like to see personally for those other guys. Then we're going to have the Panthers taking on the Lions. 
obviously sitting Bryce Young here, just not going to be relevant for fantasy here in year one. Then shifting over to the Lions, Jared Goff is pretty much always locked in as a fringe option. In like an amazing matchup, he could probably be considered a start. But the Panthers, not like a smash matchup for the quarterback position. So I like him as like a back-end QB1 this week. If you have him in your lineup, I think you feel fine about it. Moving over to the Titans-Colts matchup. For the Titans, going to be sitting Ryan Tannehill. Just not fantasy relevant at this point. And then for the Colts, if you have Anthony Richardson, you have to be feeling pretty great about him. The usage with his legs has been super encouraging. He's been impressive as a passer. He's probably at worst like a mid-tier QB1, and I wouldn't be surprised if he was a high-end QB1 rest of season. Great option at the quarterback position. Moving over to the Giants-Dolphins matchup. Man, there was like that late tier of quarterbacks heading into the season, and Daniel Jones was like my favorite player in that tier. He was really strong last year as a fantasy option, had some rushing upside. They made some offensive upgrades. I thought he'd be much better. This offensive line has just been bad. Daniel Jones has been bad. The weapons have been underwhelming. Waller hasn't made the impact I thought he would. So it's been a rough stretch here for Daniel Jones. He still is getting solid usage with his legs, but the passing production is just so terrible. I thought the two really bad games were just coming down to playing against tough defenses, right? They were terrible against the 49ers, terrible against the Cowboys, but those are both understandable. This Seahawks defense had not been lights out heading into this game, and they just lit up the Giants. So Jones has to be a sit at this point. I don't know how you feel confident playing him, even with the Dolphins giving up a ton of points to the Bills, just two completely different calibers of offenses. Then for the Dolphins, Tua coming off of a little bit of a down game against the Bills. You still fire him right back up. This is still one of the best offenses in the NFL going up against the Giants here. Tua is going to be a nice start for me. Then we're going to have a kind of rough matchup at the quarterback position. Saints taking on the Patriots. Neither of these guys have been super impressive through four weeks, um, so both pretty clear sits at this point. Then we're going to be moving over to a divisional matchup between the Ravens and the Steelers. Lamar Jackson had a really tough matchup heading into week four, going up against that Browns defense that had just been completely locked down through three weeks, and he puts up a great fantasy day. As a passer, he's been great. His rushing production has been really strong. Lamar's a high-end QB1 moving forward, and I'm kind of feeling a little bit uh, you know, more confident with having him in that Tier 1. Some people didn't like that I had him in that Tier 1 with Josh Allen, Mahomes, Jalen Hurts. Missed the Daniel Jones call. Being high on Lamar is paying off so far uh, through four weeks. On the other side for the Steelers, fortunately, it looks like Kenny Pickett's knee injury is not like a season-ender. He could be back sometime soon. Really doesn't matter, you know, fantasy-wise, Pickett, Trubisky, both are going to be sits no matter what. The Matt Canada offensive uh, coordinator situation is just terrible. Personally, I didn't really think Pickett was going to be some sort of like great long-term NFL starter, but the dude really hasn't even had a chance with what he's dealing with uh, in terms of Matt Canada. So maybe they make a change in season, but I'm not really uh, holding out hope for it. Then we're going to have the Bengals taking on the Cardinals. And I did go back and forth here on Joe Burrow, right? Because heading into the season, everyone's drafting him as like a mid-tier QB1. You feel really solid about him. Strong weapons, obviously a top quarterback, all that. And the injury has just really limited anything he's been able to do. Now, this is on paper a plus matchup here against the Cardinals, but I still have him as a sit. Maybe some of you guys feel differently, but with what we've seen from Joe Burrow, He doesn't strike me as in a physical state where it's like, yeah, he can't really produce against the top defenses, 
but he'll be able to go up against some of the like lesser defenses and ball out. That's not what I've seen. He seems incredibly restricted, um, and so he will be a sit for me. I get it if you're in a spot where you know maybe you had a second quarterback there on by, and you just have to play him. Like I think that's fine. Maybe he, uh, you know, kind of bounces back here in week five. But for me, he will be a sit. And then going to be sitting Josh Dobbs. He's been pretty solid. So if you're in like a very competitive league where everyone's rostering two quarterbacks, Josh Dobbs is someone who's probably on waivers and could be a decent play. But like if I had my pick of some of the guys potentially on waivers, he wouldn't be my uh, favorite option. Then we're going to have the Eagles taking on the Rams. For the Eagles, Jalen Hurts kind of with a down week one has been really strong weeks two through four for fantasy. So he's a locked in high end QB one start. And then for the Rams, I have Matthew Stafford listed as a start, and this is just going to come down to Cooper Cup's availability. So if Cup is active, ready to go, and Stafford is healthy, I think he's dealing with a hip injury. Um, If Stafford's healthy, Cup is healthy, he's going to be a start for me. He really hasn't been great in terms of his actual fantasy production, but his volume has been really strong. The yardage has been impressive, and he's been doing it without his wide receiver one. Puka-Cooper Cup combo moving forward is going to be very dangerous. If uh, Cooper Cup does not end up suiting up in this game, he's not active, then I would uh, drop Matthew Stafford to a fringe option, but someone who I still think is playable. This Eagles defense, obviously they have the reputation for being tough. This has not been a bad matchup for opposing quarterbacks and wide receivers. The secondary has not been playing at a high level, so I wouldn't be scared off by like the matchup of going up against the Eagles. The next game is going to be between the Jets and the Broncos. Shout out to Zach Wilson for being pretty impressive on uh, Sunday Night Football. Still don't think it was like a strong enough performance to play him against the Broncos, even though this is a really strong matchup. Like if Zach Wilson went out there and just kind of ripped it, put together a strong day, I mean, fantasy wise, I would like to see it for guys like Garrett Wilson, Brees Hall, I just wouldn't really want to be banking on it um, in terms of like having in my fantasy lineup. On the other side for the Broncos, even though this team is not good, Russell Wilson has not been bad this season. Um, He's averaging close to 20 fantasy points per game in four passing touchdown leagues. I think he's a nice fringe option, a fringe QB1. Obviously not a great matchup here against the Jets, tough defense, but I think he's been playing at a high enough level where he could be considered, especially in a week with some relevant quarterbacks on bye. Moving over to the Chiefs-Vikings uh, matchup, I think both of these quarterbacks are starts. Obviously, Patrick Mahomes coming off a down game, still a high-end QB1 moving forward. And then Kirk Cousins also coming off of his uh, worst game of the season. Just a weird game script, very low-volume passing attack, very anti what the uh, Vikings normally are. This is a game that's probably going to be decently high-scoring. Vikings are probably going to be trailing. Kirk should rack up a lot of passing volume in this one. And then we have the Cowboys taking on the 49ers. I believe this is Sunday Night Football. These are kind of two guys that could move between fringe and start depending on matchup. Both of them just draw really tough matchups. So Dak going up against the 49ers, Brock Purdy against the Cowboys. I think they're both fringe options. Kind of like a heavyweight matchup here between those two. And then the final game of the week, we have the Packers taking on the Raiders. I went back and forth with Jordan Love as a start or a fringe option. Ended up going with the start four games. He's put up four solid fantasy performances, and he's also done it without having Christian Watson playing a real role in any of those four games. Obviously, first three, Watson wasn't playing. Uh, Week four, he was getting like 50% route participation, so not really what he's normally going to be. Full week and a half uh, for both Watson and Aaron Jones to get back to 100%. 
I like it here going up against the Raiders, a solid matchup. So I think Jordan Love does kind of slide in there as a start. And then for the Raiders, going to be sitting Jimmy G or uh, Aiden O'Connell if Jimmy G's not able to give it a go. That's going to wrap it up for this one. Um, could You could be in a tough spot this week just due to the quarterback position. You know, you have Herbert, Geno, Deshaun Watson slotted in there. Hopefully you're able to get someone off of waivers. I wouldn't sweat it if, you know, you have to start someone who I have as a sit. It could happen in your league. Kind of just a rough spot for all these teams with solid quarterbacks to be on by at the same time. But that is going to wrap it up. Um, if you guys enjoyed the video, hit that like button. Thank you all for stopping by, and I will see you in the next one.